Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. In this podcast, I will be sharing on the Torah portion, Lech Lecha, translated, Go Forth. It is the story of Abraham's call and initial journeys with God. It is crucial to understand because Abraham is the father of all who believe in the promised seed, a reference to the Messiah. In fact, Abraham is the paradigm of how one becomes right with God through faith in the promised seed. No change of ethnic status was required or needed, just faith in what God had promised. Faith is what secured the covenant and resulted in merit or righteousness for Abraham. And how that worked for Abraham would be how that would work for everyone else. Keep in mind that this is a midrash and not to be construed as a doctrinal statement or theological treatise on the subject. I'm simply wrestling with the passages to better inform you as well as myself, and I reserve the right to change my mind on my ideas as I grow in the grace and knowledge of the Messiah. So we're going to jump into this Torah portion, and I'm going to read from the JPS translation just a portion of this portion. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 15. I'll be reading verses 1 through 6. Starts out, verse 1. Sometime later, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. He said, Fear not, Abram. I am a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. First thing I want to point out is God, you know, his, his commitment, his love, his faithfulness to Abraham is just absolutely amazing in every way. And he says to Abram, fear not. Abram's already been journeying with him for many, many years, many years. And he has learned of the faithfulness of God throughout his journeys. And God comes to him later on in life and says, fear not, Abram, I'm a shield to you. Your reward shall be very great. What God had promised was still going to come to pass. Abraham was still waiting for that. And I'm sure there were times in Abraham's life where he just, you know, might have questioned that. I mean, it was his journeys with God that his faith was built. It took crisis after crisis after crisis for that faith to be exercised and actualized to the point in which it would grow and, and finally secure merit before God, righteousness before God. It would come to a point in which God would say, Right, it would say to Abraham, Abraham, because of your faith, you are right with me. Because of your faith, I give you, I, I account to you, I give to your credit righteousness. So let's read on verses two and three. But Abraham said, O Lord God, what can you give me, seeing that I shall die childless? And the one in charge of my household is domestic, domestic 
Eliezer. Abraham further said, Since you have granted me no offspring, my steward will be my heir. Now think about that for a moment. Abraham points out to God, God, I'm a lot older now. Many, many years have passed. You know, I'm I'm at that place where I'm beyond my my childbearing years, so to speak, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna die without a child. And so he says to God, God, you know, I, I I I'm this is like this is like you know I mean it just looks like it's an impossible situation, right? Verse four, the word of the Lord came to him in reply, saying to Abraham, listen to this, that one shall not be your heir. None but your very own issue shall be your heir. In other words, God says to Abraham, it doesn't matter how old you are, Abraham. It doesn't matter how impossible the situation looks like. I'm telling you right now, your own son, your own flesh will be your heir. Now, that was a tremendous promise in light of the fact that Abraham is much older now, and so is Sarah. And they're really, frankly, beyond their childbearing years. And so this promise goes against all that is, is um, how would you put it? Um, it flies in the face of, 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 of what's rational and what's reasonable. Uh, you know, it's like, what? I mean, this is like, it would be a miracle should we conceive and have a child. And yet that's what God was promising. Verse five, then he took Abraham, he took him outside and said, quote, look toward heaven and count the stars if you were able to count them. And he added, so shall your offspring be. In other words, Abraham, not only am I going to give you a son, but through him, you shall have offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven. I mean, it, it, it is, it is, you know, God saying, not only am I going to give you a miracle child, a promised child, I'm going to do much more than that. I'm going to, I'm going to give you so many descendants. They'll be as numerous as the stars. That is, that is like the promise of God to Abraham. This is God in all of his glory, all of his might, all of his strength, all of the wonder of his promises. This is how Abraham responds. Note this and know it well, or note it well. Verse six, and because he put his trust in the Lord. In other words, Abraham believed God. In other words, when Abraham was looking up at the stars and and God spoke to him and said, you know, if you're able to count all these stars, well, that's going to be the number of your offspring. You know, Abraham at some point, you know, crossed over and said, I believe that, you know, I, I believe you're going to do that. I trust you, Lord, to do that. In other words, his faith finally rose to, to that level where he could actually believe God for the impossible. And it says here that because he trusted in the Lord, God reckoned it to his merit. God reckoned it to his merit. In other words, this became merit unto salvation, if you will. It became, it became the very righteousness that was needed in order to have this salvific experience and relationship with the living God. Now, I know there's a lot of controversy over this word merit. In the Hebrew, it can be translated uh, righteousness. 
In fact, many, and if not all, Christian translations translate it as righteousness. And even the stone edition, the Humash stone edition, translates it as righteousness. It says, and he reckoned it to him as righteousness. In other words, this is a cardinal passage for the story of Abraham. This is the point in which Abraham becomes right with God. This is the point in which God reckons to Abraham's account righteousness. Abraham's given merit unto salvation, so to speak. And what secured that merit? What gained that merit? What obtained that merit unto salvation, that righteousness, which resulted in, in Abraham being right with God. What, what, what was that? Work, works of any kind? No. He simply believed God. He trusted that what God said he would do, he would do. And that simple faith in the Lord God resulted in him being made righteous. That is so important for all of us to understand. It's the very paradigm for how one becomes right with God. In fact, let me jump forward to the apostolic scriptures and pick up uh, the Apostle Paul, the Jewish apostle to the Gentiles, in Galatians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9. Paul says this, So then, the one who gives you the Ruach, the Spirit, and works miracles among you, does he do it because of your deeds based on Torah or your hearing based on trust and faithfulness. Paul's going to build his case on this story of Abraham, this particular passage, in fact. He goes on to say, verse 6, Just as Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, know then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. (laughs) This is powerful when you think about it. Paul points out Abraham believed God, and the result was Abraham Uh, became righteous through faith, not works, through faith. And then he goes on to say, and everyone else who believes like Abraham believed, they are the children of Abraham. In in other words, they they, they too are righteous now. Verse 8, the scriptures foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, proclaimed the good news to Abraham in advance, saying all nations shall be blessed through you. In other words, the good news of how we become right with God, i.e. faith in God, that good news that came to Abraham resulting in his salvation, God says, Abraham, all the nations are going to be blessed through you. See, it's all the nations who, like you, believe in me, will secure the promised blessings that you enjoy, Abraham. It's going to go to the nations. Verse 9, so then, the faithful are blessed along with Abraham, the faithful one. In other words, the nations who believe are also blessed alongside of Abraham, who was the first one who secured righteousness by faith. He secured the blessings of God. And and specifically, what is the blessing that God promised? What was that blessing of God that came to Abraham? Well, actually, it was the grace of God. You know, it was that it was that favor of God that came to Abraham by faith, um, and 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 through that, Abraham became right with God. That's the blessing of God. He was promised family, land, nationhood, sovereignty, and that he would become a fountain of blessing for the rest of the world. I want to say this very clearly: everyone who believes in the promised seed of Abraham, 
like Abraham, shall partake of these same blessings. And this is regardless of their ethnic status. In other words, it's not a Jewish thing. It's not a Gentile thing. It's a faith thing. Galatians goes on to say, Paul says in Galatians 3.14, in order that through Messiah, Yeshua, the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so we might receive the promise of the Ruach through trusting faith. In other words, the Gentiles, as Gentiles, become righteous through faith, just like Abraham, who, by the way, wasn't Jewish. Abraham wasn't saved because he was Jewish. He wasn't Jewish. Now, he, he's the father of the Jewish nation. He's the father of Israel later on. Uh, you know, that he's the patriarch, if you will. Uh, but the point is, is that before he's ever considered, uh, you know, remotely even connected with the Jewish people, he was already saved. And that salvation came to him not because of his ethnic status, because at that time he was a goy. It came to him because he believed God. He trusted in God. He believed in the promised seed to come. By the way, that, that promised seed is, in fact, conceptually the promise of Messiah, a great deliverer. That first we see in Genesis chapter 3, that God would give us a deliverer that would deliver us from this sin and shame that the evil one is brought into the world through our disobedience. So, it's by faith that we become right with God, not by our ethnic status. Gentiles don't need to become Jewish in order to be saved. They're already saved through faith in the Messiah, just as Abraham was saved by faith in the promised seed. So, in conclusion, I just want to reiterate, if you want the blessing of God's grace and favor, believe in Yeshua, the promised seed of Abraham. This faith, like Abraham, is the merit that makes you right with God. Believing in Yeshua the Messiah, the promised seed of Abraham, not only makes you a child of Abraham, but also a child of the living God. Faith and not ethnic status. Again, Abraham was not Jewish. It was not a Jewish thing nor a Gentile thing. It was a faith thing. So put your faith in the promised seed. His name is Yeshua the Messiah. He is the promised seed of Abraham. And for all who believe, both Jews and Gentiles, we are saved by faith in that promised seed. The righteousness of God is given to us as a gift because we believed in God's promised seed. Well, that concludes our program for this week. A special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah. And to you, our listeners and supporters, for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes. Go to iTunes and search Torah Talk The Harvest. We are a Messianic podcast. Subscribe now, pray with us, give financially, and share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. If you have time, check out all of our social media at graftedin.com. Baruch Hashem, blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. Until our next show, 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua, the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www.graftedin.com. God bless you and shalom.